By George, I think I've got it. Hydrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Hydrosexual sinking. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hydrosexual sinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, travelers. Welcome to Hypothetical Thinking. A semi-forward podcast explores the journey from probability all the way through Johnny's arm hair, sort of like Ant-Man, climbing up up his little shoulders, tapping him, saying, Hey, Johnny, how you doing, bud? <laughs> and then <laughs> climbing into his eyeball, All right. swimming deep, deep, deep into the crevasse don't, don't of his there. heart. All right. All right, brother. The valves oh, pump right. it further. His cracked heart. It's broken heart. His, his broken heart, and it's pumping Itchy, straight down heart. into his uh, lower intestine. All right. <laughs> and then right out his butthole. Oh, my no. name's Nick Floyd, and I'm joined by my very... Very informative co-hosts. I'm Taylor Nelson. I am Jonathan Clark. And the way this works is that either Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and Johnny goes into every episode completely blind. blind. Very similar to a man who's lost his glasses uh, on Black Friday. All right. Or just say <laughs> Velma. Just Velma also works, Yankees. I lost my glasses. Could you imagine how shitty that would be if someone lost their glasses on Black Friday? Uh, they're immediately stomped on. I mean, just like, boom, hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, they are crushed into a zillion pieces. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> Goodbye, glasses. <laughs> Wait, hey, the glasses on. or the person? Because I was talking about the up. person. Oh, the person. Oh, dude, those horror sores when people hit the ground on Black Friday. Yeah, they go down. They, they come up hours later, tattered, torn, go to the hospital and shit. What year is it? Have you ever shopped <laughs> yeah. on Black Friday, Taylor? Dude. Uh, rarely, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> rarely. Boys, boys. I worked at Kohl's and Best Buy <laughs> during Black Friday. I can't separate the middle-aged mamas buying their kids clothes at Kohl's or the middle-aged dads trying to figure out iPods at Best Buy, but they're both horrible. They're horrible. both warriors trying Dude, to get the it deals. sucks. Dude, get people would come in away. and just grab these like $1,000 TVs running around, and I'm like, you're going to break it, and I'm not going to help you. Well, It's terrible. Yeah, they have like those deals where they'll, they'll advertise this crazy deal on a TV where it's like $120 for an 80,000-inch TV. And it's amazing. <laughs> oh, but wow. there's only four, so the first four people to get in can get it. So it's like you got to fight to get to the front, ready to get in the door, and then you got to fight all the way back to the TV. <laughs> I feel then like you that's get the, the, TV. <laughs> the closest thing that we as America, as a country, get to the purge. Yeah. <laughs> for Purge one day only. <laughs> Murder is legal. All crimes are legal. There are four TVs in one store. All crimes are legal. Beep. The Purge. Welcome Initiate. to Purge. <laughs> That's crazy. Taylor, how are you doing today, bud? Scare it, scare it, scare it. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I got a full belly. Uh, I've been doing cool, fun shit all week. Uh, look at me. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> how you guys been doing? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm happy. That's the most fake ass. Like, <laughs> I'm having a great time, okay? I'm Guys, happy. I'm doing really well. Good time, good time. 
We're happy. We're fine. Um, uh, Johnny, Johnny, how you doing, bud? I'm doing really good. Uh, we just lived on like four different platforms for hypothetical thinking and uh, doing super good. I'm drinking uh, coffee right now and I'm from Death Wish, one of our sponsors, and I'm hyped as hell right now. Dude, no joke. Johnny's wearing, he's drinking from, a, he's drinking Death Wish coffee in a Death Wish canteen, uh, yeah. wearing Death Wish sunglasses and a Death Wish t-shirt. If this guy had pants, shoes, and a hat, he'd be all Death Wished out. If they had tattoos out there, Death I would get out, full, I don't even, I'm not even a skull guy, but like, and I'm not, I'm no person to be like, plug, 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 but if it's good, I'll fucking use it, and I'd fucking use it. Yeah. And listen, if the plug works, Johnny will use it. I'll fill it if it plugs it up, man. If, if both got to float, the boat's got to float. Uh, <laughs> hey. All right. Hey now. Uh, you don't have to ask me how are you? Listen, I had a, it's been <laughs> a weird week. It's been a weird week. Uh, Johnny and I, we, we were rearing and ready to go. We got back from New Jersey. We got from back from Edison, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. We're rearing and ready to get Edison. wild on Monday. Well, wild. Well, 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 wild. We're getting wild. We're going to see. We got two tickets to the premiere, the exclusive <laughs> premiere of a mystery movie called Slice. <laughs> Starring what? Chance the Rapper about pizza. Was it starring him, though? Uh, listen, we haven't gotten there yet. Hmm. So Johnny and I go. We're real excited. We're pumped about it. We're like, yeah, we're going to see this movie before everybody else. One night only. Only like 10 cities with a live stream Q&A of the filmmakers right afterwards. We're real. We're ready to go. We get there hella early. We're yeah. ready. Early enough to get food and chill the movie theater before like <laughs> anyone shows up. Listen, I've never spent... Uh, I spent a lot of time watching movies. That's true. But I have not spent an hour and 20 minutes <laughs> trying to convince myself that what I'm watching is actually good. Yeah, I can uh, feel you what? being like, I want it to work. I want it to be good. It was not a good movie. Hey, it was not good. It and was like it's a about pizza. Project. It's already got a head start. The pizza Man. part was pretty okay. I think the people who were in the pizza. Like, it wasn't even about pizza. It was it about wasn't. a pizza delivery service. It didn't even have to do with pizza. It, it could didn't. have been. The problem with bad movies that with a good premise is that it makes them worse because yeah. you have something good you just you're executing poorly yeah they just and missed the mark you missed the mark and the worst part about it the biggest kick in the belly hole the biggest <laughs> kick balls <laughs> we leave that theater okay first of all the live stream corrupts and they can't even get even play it on the yeah, screen so nick's like everybody in the theater uh, it's on twitter so everyone pulls their phones out on twitter yeah so they live stream that shit what? on twitter and then just wait for this. Your pickle's I'm about waiting. to be tickled, Taylor. Just tickle, wait. Oh, tickle it. Oh. I get home. Ew, okay, fucking, I drop. Yeah. I, I drop Johnny off. His car's parked at my house. I get inside. I snuggle up. I'm real cozy. I, I snuggle I, up in I, bed. I, I left Not with Johnny. I left by this time. He left by this time. I snuggle up in bed. I open my phone up. What do I see? Available now Johnny. on video on demand. What? Motherfucking slice. You can rent it. Ah, you got to. I got we duped. Drove all the way out. So now we did like thirty. We minutes. drove fifty minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. We spent fifty dollars a ticket. You got the popcorn. We bought, yeah, you got we bought the drinks. I did not buy water. <laughs> the best part about uh. that is that Johnny walked to the counter and he's like, "Hi, can I just get?" Like I thought he was being a gentleman. He's like, "Hey, can I get two waters?" And then I was like, "Oh shit, Johnny's gonna buy me water. Oh, this is really I'm an nice." Asshole now. And shit. then the guy's like, "Oh, what size do you want? Do you want media, a regular size water um, or a like, large water?" What's the difference? And Johnny's like, uh, "I mean." Can, it, can I just get like a free cup of water? You got those small cups of water that no, are free? No, I was no, that, I was that, like you know, like free fitty. Wait, I was like, well, I was like, what's the difference? He's like, oh, well, the large is thirty cents more. I'm like, thirty cents more. What? And he's like, oh, wait, did you want a free water? I'm like, yes, sir. I want free water, the way water should be. I don't want Voss water. I don't want the Zani, bro. I want out of the tap. Let's do Aquafina. I, I drink okay? only Evian, please, sir. 
and I guess you're right. I should I I would have bought it for you if I was gonna buy it, but I was like, nah, man. I don't. I so nah, you gave bro. me this small ass cup. I had to sip that thing the whole movie, which I was. By the way, this is after being. I had a six a.m. flight back. I literally did not sleep. Yeah, Johnny all day. didn't sleep the entire day. So I had forty eight uh, hours slice. of no sleep, and I was in sliced, not wanting to watch it. I was trying to stay awake, and the only thing that was keeping me up that if I slept, Nick would have like pimp slapped me. <laughs> and woke me up and I'm like, ah! <laughs> wake up, midway Johnny. through, wake up. <laughs> But so. the, like the craziest thing, and then I'll end the note, and I'm gonna dive into the news because I got some news today. Dive on in. But the, the the worst part is the whole entire 50 minute drive to the theater in traffic. I'm just like, hey Johnny, <laughs> it's it's gonna be really cool because I think when we get to the theater, they're gonna give us like yeah. well, I don't know, like a little mini poster or maybe, maybe like maybe yeah, they'll have some pizza. pizza. Right? Yeah. Maybe they'll give us those jackets from the movie because oh. it's so exclusive. I don't know, man. Like, cool I don't know. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be this big None thing. None of that. <laughs> Dude, I've done celebrity screenings with Nick where we go and like review a movie that have been more pleasurable horror movies where I'm peeing myself than this fucking movie, dude. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, it was I, that bad? Uh, it, it, it was not a good movie. The best part was the janitor, dude. The janitor was the good part. Was but, like, Am I dead? Ah! Yeah. Fuck! It was bad. But the, the worst part is it was a travesty on the... It, it was an A24 film. An A24, they've done Spring Breakers, they've done The Witch, they've done Hereditary. Yeah, the good uh, shit, dude. Moonlight. I'm very yeah. satisfied with A24, but A24, you fucked me on this one. Yeah. You turned me over ball. and you Drop fucked me. Driving to the airport and Nick's like, A24 is a great place. And I'm like, I don't I know the name. He's like, wait, you're a film guy and you don't know... He's like critiquing me on not knowing it and then the movie sucked. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and I was like, yeah, back to basics, A24. We're trying to validate it, but it just was not... <sighs> no, was no validation. Good. But you know what doesn't need validation? The news today. Ooh, All okay. Right. I got All some news, right. uh, some real exciting news here. This is this is not just a piece of news. This is a, a very large step forward, not just for the world, not but for us. For us as in us three guys. Us three guys. Okay. The high bros. All right. Okay. Man, what are we talking? This is from NewYorkPost.com. And the first paragraph reads as this. Nestled at the edge of the Blue Ridge Mountains, tiny Marion, North Carolina has a population of just over 7,800. Okay. People. But it's the town's grand gesture that's making headlines. What could that gesture be? I don't know. It made me click the article. That's right. You guys don't know either. That's why the sound is Not only is it a Bigfoot safe zone, Taylor, but that small town of Mary, North Carolina, has declared Bigfoot as its official animal. Shut up. What? Tight. It's a mythical creature, though. Is it? It's not. Johnny, get out of here, bro. Get out of here, bro. Just get up and walk away. Get out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, bro. Okay, fine. Headphones are Get out of here. Just take a walk. Oh, my goodness gracious, Johnny. There he goes. He's walking out. Finally, someone, somebody takes the gracious Bigfoot and puts him as the uh, a distinguished leader that he deserves to be. He's a, ling- he's a leader in the environment. You're telling me. You're telling me. Uh, and not only is this the official... See, Joe, he's, Johnny's back. I'm coming back. Wait, he's back. Me? Johnny's back. Wait, he's, wait, 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 before oh, you say he, to show his before, respects, huh? To the great, no. the great Bigfoot, the great Yeti. It's not, you can't, it, it's not been proven. You can't, it's like, immediately oh, it has brother. if it's the official animal of a town. Imagine yeah. if, like, I'm pretty sure deer are the animal of Michigan. I'm not positive about that. But imagine yeah, if you could prove deer. Too. I imagine <laughs> deer are real, too. Imagine you couldn't prove deer, deer's existence, dude. But By the way, super off-topic thing. I know I shouldn't say this right now because it's going <laughs> to in, invalidate my whole point. But I had a dream recently that I was, like, in front of Bigfoot, I was uh, the dream was I was oh. at a waterfall. I know this is like two nights ago. I this is so, too super invalidating what I just said, but 
it was a cool dream. And I was like, like basically about to like sumo wrestle, like, you know, the people on the ring, like you're like circling each other. And it was like about to kick my ass. And my friend was like, Johnny. And I was like, oh, fuck. Johnny, it ran away. No! But that does not prove its existence. It proves it's a figment of my imagination. <laughs> yeah, that, that proves you're fucking it. crazy, dude. That's a weird well, thing. Well, then how am I crazy? I, they don't exist. I can have a dream about it and still know that as a fact. They, they do ex- exist, though. No, they don't. Uh, many it, people it can, believe they do, okay. man. Many people think they got that they have tons of evidence for it. I mean, there's yeah. the largest like Bigfoot museum in the world is right here in Jasper, Georgia. I mean, you can't tell me yeah, yeah, they don't exist. Also, people are making sure, giant museums out of it. There's statues. Probably a museum people are for, claiming. Sorry, huh? you're saying. Oh, it's just a it's a perfect example. People no, people claim the the great animal as their their state or town animal. There's museums for flat Earth. There's a museum for aliens, for religion, and I sh- sure as hell know people out there don't agree with all those three topics. Yeah. And how is are they there any a flat more Earth valid? Museum? I don't know if there, there is. There, there's there a is convention. Not. There's a convention. Okay. There's it. a difference between a convention and a flat Earth museum. Uh, look it up. Look. If there's a convention, we should go to it. That'd be tight. Look there up. is a convention, 100%. Let's see, Flat Earth Museum. Uh, I can't oh, look I guess so. Flat oh, Earth shit. Museum. I even have a computer, I can tell you that. In Canada. <laughs> it's, it's the, <laughs> it's the size Canada, of an man. apartment. Well, yeah, as uh, if the Bigfoot Museum was any bigger. Well, it was pretty the big. Bigfoot Museum that was, was the biggest large. in the world. Yeah, but which is like two apartments. It's it's like like I, it was tight. It was complete. I would say. I would say it was complete. It was a pretty. It was incredible. It, there was a theater in it. There was a huge Bigfoot thing. But <laughs> yeah. Tell me they why had all you the good don't. replicas. Why don't I believe it? But back to episode twenty. Why you haven't again. seen it? Can you see air? <sighs> I can prove air. I can prove air. Okay, and there can, there it. are people out there who can prove Bigfoot exists. No, they can't. Prove they can. It. People they have can't. experienced him. People have uh, yeah. evidence of him all the time. I've yeah. experienced uh, I, I've experienced ghosts, but I can't prove ghosts are real. It doesn't matter. They're real to you. That's true. Yeah, so they're not like real air, to me. oxygen. They're that not we can't real see to me. Are a, real to everybody, even though we can't see it because we trust people who can supposedly uh, see it. Yeah. What's the difference? Who can feel those entities? I can't feel those entities. Some people see dead people. We have to if, trust Haley Joel Osman. <laughs> uh, communicate this to us. I have to even now. I have to make the definition, like the distinction that I don't believe in it. I don't. There's yeah. nothing. It's not real. Like there could be megalodon in the Marianas Trench. There could be. But I don't. I don't believe in it. That's totally you sound real dumb right now. I sound smarter than so both. You're just like a asses. skeptic until it's uh, until it's right in front of your face. I guess. And that well, that's I'm fair a way to be though. Proven, I mean, yeah. that's fair way to be. I just choose to to take all this evidence of supposed Bigfoot existence and be like, okay, that's good enough for me. I, I would like. It's more fun to believe in it. Question, Taylor. Yeah. Let's say that you have a hundred facts in front of you, right? Yeah. And these hundred facts have proven towards Bigfoot's uh, re- like it's, it's a real thing, like it's tangible. Okay. Okay. I need a hundred and one. This hypothetically. Dalmatian. Uh, am I? Yeah. Uh, what is that? Is that so crazy to believe that I need just a little bit more information? Is that so crazy? But that's not no, a fun I mean, way to live your life, it's, though. It's, yeah. Like, it's not fun. It's I'm just not the way going I am. to see a killer whale. I mean, the odds of me seeing, unless I go like seek it out. But you can see so much footage and talk to people who like you I can, can see footage of Bigfoot too. Yeah. I mean, I still but want that extra one so percent of belief, though. I mean, I still want that too. But at in the meantime, I'd still rather believe that they are rather than not. Pessimistic, optimistic, I guess. It's just yeah. the way it is. It just it's all depends on how much you let yourself believe. But that's the thing. That's the thing here. We have a we have seventy eight hundred beautiful people living in the town of Marion, <laughs> North Carolina, and they all believe in it so much as a community that they make it their official 
animal. Marion, North if, Carolina. I, I respect that place. I'd like to go there one day. We need to go, go there. there. What if a place? Yeah, let's go there. What if, what if a place uh, believed that? I don't know something crazy like Chupacabra. What if there's a place that believed like I don't know uh the uh, uh, uh oh my gosh uh, uh what's his name from The Hobbit Paul Bunyan oh, uh, oh my gosh oh my gosh smog like, if there's a place that really believed smog or smog yeah. was there sure. and you wouldn't believe that you know it's fictional what if there are places that believe like like Wookies? we don't know anything about anything but we, they we don't. they believe that Wookies are real. You can't just say, okay, yeah, they believe it, so it's true. Yeah, but if someone believes what? it, they clearly have enough evidence to believe it. Yeah, That's true. People believe in the stupidest bubble, shit. Bro. People believe in the stupidest shit. There are people who, who yeah. are afraid of, there's a phobia out there, people who are, are afraid of ducks staring at them. There are people out there that literally... <laughs> yeah, but that's different. Maybe like, valid you're in some phobias. way, who knows? It, it would be. <laughs> you're talking about different stuff. You're afraid I'm of talking, sharks People are crazy. Reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you're crazy, Taylor. I'm just saying that yeah, it's I'm not, not crazy. I'm not afraid of nothing. That's true. I implore the idea. I implore it. I implore. beg of it to 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 really see more evidence. When I do anything, religion, politics, and I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. There are types of people in this world, and I get that you're one of them. That you just <laughs> need a little bit more. Love you me. need to see to believe, and I understand that. But the way that I like to live my life is that I see. I don't need to see a snow leopard in order to believe it exists. So I don't friend. need to see Bigfoot to know he exists, even though I have seen Bigfoot. I have seen Bigfoot. Uh, and then for you know it exists. Therefore, I I know it exists. I think it's I think those are two different. I think a snow leopard and a bigfoot to seeing not seeing are two different. Well, I, we find yeah. new species well, for, every day, for instance, bro. For, new species yeah, yeah, every yeah. day. I don't believe in them until we find them. So I think the amount of evidence there is towards an animal I've not seen is comparable, yeah, uh, and measurable than a, a bigfoot sighting. Right. So like I can there's so much more evidence towards animals I've not seen, but I know they exist than bigfoot. Yeah. Like I will never. Ever see a dinosaur? But there's just so much more evidence. What are you talking about? I mean, you maybe. seen dinosaurs before? You seen oh, alligators? Like t- oh yeah, alligators, okay, yeah, yeah. But like T. Rex and birds. like th- those ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, I mean, they're, hey, they changed. They've changed their idea before about like what they think T. Rex even looked like. They're like, did he even have scales? I remember there was one it, point where like, oh feathers? no, I think he was full of feathers. So, I mean, yeah, they, so like, they even changed their idea about that. So who knows? You might go your whole evidence. life thinking that T. Rex was this scaly dude, and then what you know, twenty years after you're dead, they come out and they're like, nah, he had feathers. And you I have a knew it wrong. Taylor, when did you figure out about, about Bigfoot? When did you start, like, thinking about it? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I guess it's always been, like, a, like an urban legend, kind of a myth kind of thing, you know? So it's, like, something your you, whole life? you know of your whole life, yeah. Just as, like, oh, Yeti, Abominable Snowman, Bigfoot. Yeah. It's just thing. I mean, Harry and the Hendersons was, like, one of my yeah. favorite movies when I was a kid. Childhood. So, yeah, childhood. <sighs> I don't know. I when like- I started believing it was, like, really a possibility, I just... I. I, I just like you. I need that proof. I need that extra proof. You know, I want that extra little bit to, so I can go ahead and put my foot down and be like, one hundred percent, it's out there. I, I've seen it. But you know, before that, you still have to be fifty-fifty on yay or nay. And I just think it's more fun to err on the yay side because I still it's, think it is uh, yeah. much more. Po- I think it's hella possible that they exist and people it's say they fun. see them. I just want to see them. I want to go out and see them so bad. Yep, it's, it'll happen. Right. It's gonna happen. It's We're gonna. We need to make a just, you, you dude. We to. need to get out there in the woods, man. We need to go on a couple uh, like Smoky Mountain uh, Blue Ridge tours so we can find the squatches down here. We can find the uh, the uh, what are the uh, so albino down. yetis in Jasper. When yeah. it cools down, you better believe I'm getting I'm getting so my down. my pants on and we're gonna go. And then let's Nick. just do let's do it in Portland <laughs> as well. We'll do it in Portland. We'll too. hit coast to coast, from the east coast all the way to the west coast. We're gonna fall on these fucking scorches. 
I'm yep. definitely <laughs> right. It's definitely a very it's it. a podcast full of accents today. You got damn right. Got damn right. Uh, Fuck all right, I had a second piece of news, but I'm going to post it on the Facebook. I spent more time on that last piece, uh, and I'm satisfied with it. Give me the topic. Yeah, uh, I would it's like about to know farting. What well, is it? Then, yeah, don't talk yeah. about it. Farting. Thank you, thank, thank you for not talking about oh, that. Oh, come on, man. You're talking about nope. the German word for drive, right? Pass, pass, yeah. pass. Oh, no, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I forgot the German word for fart. 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 Don't talk about it. Hey, I'm, I'm just going to give you a quick statistic, oh. and then we can move on to the to the actual episode. Okay. I'm going to say, okay. 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 there is a piece of news that I pizza read that's news? very interesting. Pizza news. It's a pizza time. From Claire Collins, who's a professor a professor, professor in nutrition and di- uh, pr- nutrition. Uh, fuck that word. Uh, <laughs> at the University of Newcastle <laughs> in Australia. And she explains what farts are and what happens if you hold them in. So basically, there's a statistic that is uh, <laughs> still so funny to me. Um, there's a large volume of intest- intestinal gas, basically, that needs to move to a specific location, and that location is our butt. How's the butt? Uh, I hate this. Yeah. Um, so the average healthy person farts about 15 times a day. Now, here's here's where <laughs> the statistic comes into play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extra healthy. Um, so if works. you if you actually don't fart and you hold your farts in, you die. Uh, sorry, the more times I say the word fart, the more uh, subscribers giggling. we lose. Yeah, we just not. So if you hold your farts in, basically what can happen. Is that, that, that what this, uh, what Colin, Colleen, uh, <laughs> Claire, Claire, Colin, Claire Collins. National intestinal disorder? Uh, she studied that actually, if you hold your farts in, the intestinal gas can trigger abdominal distension where the gas is reabsorbed into the circulation as it's trying to pass. The circulation. And it can be exhaled through your breath. Oh, ew, so that gives you bad breath by not farting? Yes. Fart breath. Oh my god. I read a study. <laughs> I read a study that that said it only has short term effects, not long term effects. And I'm pretty sure that's a bunch of fooey. Like sounds like saying, fooey. You're saying hmm. you're saying that that a like a, uh, a gas <laughs> can get reabsorbed in your bloodstream, in your circulation, in your circulatory system, and come out of your mouth. Um, yeah, I and mean, then and then further. Well, wait, wait, but, but who's to say that any 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 oh. gas, anything you make in your body, I'm sure gets absorbed in some way through your bloodstream. Like it's all connected. I'm sure anything you eat, whether it's whether it's water, soda, or anything, hydrogen peroxide in your skin, I'm sure it gets absorbed and filtered through your whole entire body through your liver, and therefore everything you ever eat or consume or even can't come in contact with probably comes out of your breath in some way. Right. Well, it, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> then, yeah, she's valid, but probably just as valid as like. I guess air. Fart breath, though. I mean, it was going to be a fart. Like, it was pretty much like 95% of the fart. It was everything a fart ever needed to be except for exit. Can we stop? And that's official. Hey, wait, think about this. Was, <laughs> uh, was her name, her name was Claire Collins? Yeah. Collins. Clear, clear Collins. <laughs> clear Collins. Talking She's about trying to make a pun. That has to be a pun. Hydroclonic therapy. They, that has to be a pin name for her. That has to be well, a pin and, name. And she's Australian, so the accent when oh. she says Claire Collins, it'll sound like Claire Collins. Claire Collins. Ah, uh, <laughs> there it is. Claire Collins. Uh, is, is this an Onion uh, article? No, it's from uh, mirror, <laughs> mirror.co.uk. Very valid, yeah, reputable source. Valid sources. People can get PhDs based off like blueberry planet theories. So like, I have a PhD. 
Well, let's not let's not downplay the <laughs> significance of that study. Uh, that was a damn but good it's study. not it's not significant. What? Dude, you would never like fuck with that many blueberries at this point. You now knowing never, the science. Yeah, you'd never be able to. <laughs> well, no, oh, it's just a good God. thought experiment. You know what would happen yeah, if the earth was instantly this other thing, you know? Dude, I see those things all the time. What if instantly we 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 didn't have oxygen for five minutes, or what if instantly we didn't have yeah. The sun for ten seconds. I watch the videos all the time, and no one gets PhDs. All right. Well, I'm that's I'm, I'm ridiculous, Johnny. Jonathan, you sound you you sound stupid. All right. Well, we should take a poll. I think I think people think I sound the most intelligent. That's, Listen, might, that stroke, might be true. To, and I don't have. <laughs> we don't need to stroke your ego <laughs> anymore than it already saying, is. I don't, your think ego. I'm, I don't think I sound stupid. I might be stupid. I don't think I sound stupid. No, you sound smart because uh, you, you talk fast. Stupid, oh, thanks, man. It's all cl- it's all crush. Yeah. All right, Taylor. What- this podcast is also sponsored by Future Monsters, a premier apparel store with pop culture and horror focus. Each product is handmade with quality materials, so not only does it look good, but it feels so, so good. No mass-produced cheap garbage here, with designs inspired by King Kong, the Wolfman, and much more. These shirts are a must for every occasion, whether it be nightclub, metal shows, weddings, and of course, our favorite, podcasting. Head over to futuremonsters.com and enter the code HYBRO, that's a capital H-Y-B-R-O, at checkout to save 10% on your next purchase. We know we'll be doing that as soon as possible. Yeah. All right, Taylor, what do you got for us today, man? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But you here we know. go. Oh, oh shit. shit! They say that what doesn't kill you... <laughs> Scratch that. They say that what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. But what if I told you what didn't kill us made itself stronger? You fucking ripping me off. I've heard this before. What if it's right in front of us all the time and yet we're never able to see it? Wait. And yet we're never able to see it. I've seen this what? before. I'm talking this about the movie my... Hollow Man, the Y2K cult classic that deals with hard-hitting, deep emotions, but mainly what creepy Kevin Bacon would do when he is presented with the ability to be invisible. Never seen it. <laughs> of course, I'm so I... confused. <laughs> I'm, so confused. I'm so confused. Did you steal that? Where have I heard that before? Last I don't know where it. you may have heard did that. You, did you do that? You heard it last week. <laughs> did you just copy? You just plagiarize your own team member? This episode is going to be centered around <laughs> invisibility or the inability to be visible. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so, throughout so, history... What? So, throughout history... <laughs> so, throughout history, man and indeed beast have successfully used various methods of camouflage <laughs> to elude their adversaries and to continue onward into the great unknown. Although the word was taken from the French word camouflage to disguise... Wow. In the early 1900s, the idea of camouflage has been a critical part of life's development since the dawn of time. Wow. Can you give me that word in French one more time? Camouflage? Camouflage. One more time. Camouflage. Hit me one more time. Camouflage. Continue. <laughs> that means to disguise. <laughs> so the definition is the concealment by some means that alters or obscures one's appearance. <laughs> Okay. So, my favorite example, probably because it's one of the trippiest, 
is of uh, of animals using the camouflage is of oh, that of okay. the cephalopods, the squid, oh, yeah. the cuttlefish, octopus, uh, the octopus, cuttlefish. Hell yeah, dude! They can they can alter their not only the color of their body. Settle but, down, Johnny. But, okay, I like I like sea life, but they can also like I, I, like they can change. I like aquatic I things. Like turtles. They're cool. Okay, well hear me the fuck out. Okay, they can yeah. change like literally the texture of their skin. Yeah, That's man, it's fucking nuts looking, dude. I, I don't see how they do it so quick. They like totally take the shape of like a coral around them and shit. They they essentially like they can change the chemical makeup of what makes pigmentation visible through our or any I guess eyesight or like uh, rods and cones. They can change that pigmentation in real time based off their environment to either help them catch uh, catch prey or evade predators. It's fucking wild. That's exactly right, Johnny. These guys uh, they can replicate pretty <laughs> complex patterns almost instantly. These fools have these specialized pigment cells called chromatophores that oh, change shit. colors by reflecting different types of light back onto the observer. So they're they're basically using light and they're like a mirror and they're just like manipulating what what I guess wavelengths are being perceived. Yeah, exactly that. So yeah, exactly right. Yeah, That's so basically fucking, these cells, uh, they have the ability to, like, enlarge these cells okay, into, like, okay. groups, and they're kind of, like, just sacks of these cells. They can enlarge sacks. them, manipulate them into different shapes, and, uh, yeah, depending on uh, different lights, different colors they filter is, you know, depending on what color it reflects. Yeah. Right? Mainly cephalopods, though? Like, other animals do this, or is it just mainly cephalopods? Uh, cephalopods is uh, the, the animals that do it in this way. I mean, uh like chameleons obviously probably do chameleons it. yeah i don't know if it's a uh, chromatophores that they use to change in that way but huh they're pretty cool though cuz what would you consider camouflage like uh, an animal or a thing changing color or pigmentation or like texture like humans change their face and texture when they get like a gray yeah when we get sunburned that's true <laughs> yeah. but like is that a type of camouflage well you know? i would like, i would actually actually another perfect example that i point out is uh is the uh, the change that's actually thought to be for mating purposes, but it is the oh. seasonal change in uh, hair color in the humana femina, so we change uh, hair which color is the, the human sun? female. So what you're saying is that so during the, pigment- the summer hair gets lighter because the pigmentation in your hair gets bleached because of those those same ah. nutrients that the sun emits. No, no, it's not no? like a natural thing in humans or anything. No, well, <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> chicks change their hair depending on the season. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! I thought it was everybody. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, it doesn't have to be something super complex. Like it can be as simple as just changing the color of your fur. Oh. Like uh, there are rabbits. Uh, this this one rabbit called the snowshoe hare uh, actually goes from a dirty a brown hair. to a nice crisp white uh, between the summertime and wintertime. Wow! Uh, so, so just that simple, yeah. Like polar bears, but like they're actually not white. They just like the snow on them. It's a type of camouflage, I'm sure. Is it? That's an adapt. Yeah, they're white as fuck. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> Get what? Really? Polar bears aren't white. Polar bears are not white? Look it up, Jay. I'm going to look it up right now. Polar bears are a type of brown, and they literally, you, you can see it when, in different in different climates, the polar bears are out of snow, and if it's not snowing, they actually turn this weird brown color. It looks kind of nasty, but uh, the white is just like a combination of the snow and the place they're in. Uh, a little fun fact from Jenny Clark. Look it up, Jay. How do you feel about it? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, that's like an, it's a, an adaptive thing. Like you change for, like you camouflage your yeah, body. You ch- yeah, you change. It's a, that's a part of their gene makeup, and they change basically adapt or die. So like they, the color of their fur changes to adapt with their environment. I don't think so. I think just the environment changes them just based off that causality. Like uh, the fact that I live in the forest 
I guess it gives me more of a forest scent than like urban. That's not me camouflaging. It's well, defense I, mechanism. Yeah, I think it's a defense mechanism. You can just, some of them are long term, some of them could be short term. Only No, I think only if the animal can do it in their own gene makeup. Like a polar bear is not changing its gene makeup by being Like mentally? In, like, you can like mentally make the decisions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You? you can change it. I like, don't know. I, oh, by the way, Tay, you, can you, do, you, do you find out they're not white? No, I'm not finding the. Uh, I'm not finding what? the clear. Nick, you look it up. You look it up. That's because you're wrong. I'm Johnny. fucking positive. Polar bears are not white. Fucking look it up. But they, like the fur, the fur color is strictly based on like. So that's it. Yeah. So although white polar, although polar bears usually look white, the fur isn't white, Fuck and their yeah. skin is actually black. Polar bear fur is actually see through, but it takes on a white color because of its structure. Black, ah, okay. Brown, there we go. Whatever. Nice. Guys, you think uh, I'd never give you a fact that's wrong? Oh, you never Sometimes. know. Probably. <laughs> you you never, know. I really don't but know. There, but what I'm saying is, like, there are animals that adapt, basically, that's like, it is the adapt or die mentality where, like, with the specific rabbit, if the flight, rabbit... Flight. Get the fuck out. If, it, if, the <laughs> rabbit, if the rabbit was had white fur during the summer when things were green and brown and blossoming, that rabbit is a target. Yeah, totally. Exactly, So yeah. when, when that fur color changes and happens in the winter, that rabbit can actually have a chance to survive, and that's a, that's a, a feature of that specific rabbit that has adapted or a species of rabbit that was strictly yeah. spawned. It's the, it's the dog mentality, right? Like okay. dogs Adonis? all started as wolves and then more breeds of dog, domesticated oh. dogs happened. Evolved. Evolved and adapted yeah. based on their domestication. And that's yeah. how we have different breeds of, it, of dogs. Yeah. So that's the same thing with the rabbit that Taylor's talking about. That I mean, I don't know yeah, a lot about it's that. Still rabbit, like a, think, a selection, a natural selection versus an unnatural selection. But yeah, it's still right. Just a selection right, over time. Yeah, the the ones who can shed their fur and turn white in the winter time survive, and that becomes the norm for them, I guess. All right, Tay. Well, that's almost like the idea that like a lot of prey have their eyes on the side of their heads, and predators have their eyes on the front of their heads, which is like the evolution. That's of an adaptation. Animals. Yeah, that's All an right, adaptation. Tay. What else you got for me there, Well, one thing I find is fucking weird is that the military didn't even start using fucking any kind of camouflage mentality until, like, way late in the game. Like, yeah. Like, not until, like, the World Wars. Yeah, well, crazy. no, even the World Wars, I saw this, it was French or, oh, what was it? They had, like, blue military uniforms. They were strictly blue yeah. and, like, brown. And it was like, I can see what, you're not going to fight in a blueberry patch. Yeah, That's like you're the most bright blue. <laughs> like, where yeah. do you, where, where can you be hidden? In, like, like now, one certain waterfall you guys could yeah. all, like, stand near? Exactly. We, <laughs> use, we now use, like, Delta Six or, like, different types of, you know, fall or blue tiger camo that, like, you can change in your environment. But, like, and that's, even that, dude. Yeah. Like, I see camo now. I know there's a meme that says when you have camo, you can't see through it, like um, John Cena. But I feel like, <laughs> I feel like as a whole, camo isn't even that good. Like, you should have like so oh, many yeah. different types of shade shades. Well, I, dude, what I what I found was like I thought there would be like thousands of different types of camo. You know, like camo for every fucking situation, every which, environment. Which there are different types of camo and shit. But apparently, for the military, there are literally only eight that I could find that were listed what? as U.S. military camos. I thought there would be fucking six thousand storm. Um, I, bet they, I bet they have some kind of urban. <laughs> I bet they have tons of different stuff, but it's like eight. Eight seems not like a lot, but you got to remember, Tay. Uh, in the different environments oh, they're in, like they're probably not in two different, you know, deserts. There's a lot of deserts are the same. I feel like 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 the same thing with like towns and cities. Like, ah, but do the you places, think? Oh, uh, I mean, do you think U.S. Uh, military would be like 
oh, we need it for every environment on Earth, every different kind of bush. We need to hide everywhere. We need to have it all. Well, Not remember this patterns. Time. Every single, let's say there's 100,000 uh, uh, soldiers, yeah. right? And they have 100,000 outfits. This, that one outfit, they probably have two changes of clothes, who knows? Then they're going to have to have two sets of every single other. That's eight more sets. That's that's so much weight. Not not it's only that, but like every one of those things and their camos, their their guns painted different camos. Like, dude, that's impossible. I'm not saying carry it on them at all times or anything. I'm just saying still, be available for manufacture. Yeah, you're probably right. Like this is just an official like print that we have that's going to be good in more situations than just rocks or whatever. It's just me, it is, or is like camo has been trying to take a, like like a, a resurgence like i see people like trying to wear camo as if it's stylish i don't think i'll ever think it is that's me <laughs> oh well you just moved to nashville so <laughs> that, yeah, maybe that's why you're shirt. seeing more camo that's the resurgence no, you're talking about is you just moving to the south no, celebrities i think celebrities are using it like they have like celebrity really? pants and they're yeah like i'll see like the word i don't know supreme or whatever i'll see um uh, a member for their Walking Dead on a panel, and they'll have camel pants on. I'm like, I'd never. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just don't think I'd ever wear them, or would think it's that stylish. I feel like Johnny spent a lot of time going. Ah, I wouldn't wear it, but he wants to wear it so bad. Don't wear it. Yeah, don't wear it. I want to wear. I'm just saying, like, you have a choice. I'm just saying it's making a, making a rise, and it's not that effective. Uh, what camo? <laughs> I don't That's think they're about. wearing it to not be seen. Uh, as a whole, like, I don't know. I think it looks cool. Sometimes. Really? I don't. I mean, I don't wear it, but I mean, I'm in Georgia, so I just see it all the time. I guess it's just part of my life around here, so I don't ever like really think about it when I see it. It's just like, yep, more camo. I'm I'm back home, baby. But I, right. I love my camo Tate, shirt. What, what else you got? <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Apparently, in World War One, when they started messing around with like inventing camouflage, uh, the British they called it dazzle paintings. <laughs> <laughs> dazzle painting I feel like that's dazzle paintings ma- dazzle making paintings. fun of <laughs> Americans of Americans be like look at their look at their cute little dazzle paintings did he oh say dazzle like paintings like zebras did he say dazzle paintings dazzle paintings okay guys uh, I fe- well, okay, what, what? I, what wasn't dazzle like dazzle short for razzle dazzle I'll razzle your dazzle <laughs> I don't know if yeah I don't know if razzle dazzle is long for dazzle I don't know I feel, I feel like great words be. together. Razzle is an amazing word, and dazzle is has always been effective. Slam them I together. Like, That's a portmanteau. Portmanteau. I feel like that would be. Like, <laughs> they they have the ship painted. Everyone pulls up in their military ships, and they got the one painted that's all dazzled out. It's like bedazzled with like <laughs> and uncle jeans, and it's just the only one standing out. It's reflective. He's like, really, guys? Some uh, ours is the only one. You but, didn't explain this right. <laughs> you said razzle-dazzle. This is definitely razzle-dazzle. Sparkles I'm everywhere. That, on that same light, and I might be breaching forward too far in the episode, the whole point of futuristic camouflage is to be able to reflect what you're seeing at an object and then simultaneously capture that image and reflect it on the other side. So you're basically showing uh, the, the user what you're looking at in past. Yeah. So I would think reflective materials are actually a great form of camouflage if used in the right way. Reflective is the way to go, apparently. Yeah. Now, check this out. Let's dive deep into this episode. Now, you got to realize that this government of Oz is uh, presumably, presumably always up to crazy shit, right? Yeah. And, of course, in the days of the World Wars, they were into some pretty nutso experiments. Yep. One of these experiments was the Philadelphia Experiment of 1943. Now, the experiment in question involves the Cannon-class destroyer escort ship of the United States Navy, the USS Eldridge, DE-173. Okay. 
This was also referred to as Project Rainbow. The Philadelphia Experiment is an alleged account of the USS Eldridge being momentarily cloaked right there at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in October of 1943. If I know anything about Project Blank, which is a positive notation, this is going to be negative as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Project every, Sunshine every was the project shit. was like the darkest. <laughs> well, it's like it's project the worst Project Sunshine stuff. is like manipulation of like children <laughs> DNA and bones with radiation. Project like Rainbow is probably like the same thing but with ships. I feel <laughs> yeah, like somehow deadlier and darker. <laughs> I don't know about Project uh Rainbow? Philadelphia or oh, Project okay. Rainbow. I don't know about it, but I can tell you right now that the way I perceive this is going is that you're about to tell us that they made the ship disappear and reappear, but they didn't make the people on the ship reappear. <laughs> so they basically lost like hundreds of people that are still invisible wandering around on planet Earth. It could be something like that. But unfortunately, I'm not sure that these people are lost wandering around. So okay. apparently, the story goes that the ship was loaded up with a select crew of lucky naval officers. A small number, lucky. though. It was then equipped with some sort of newfangled electromagnetomatic cloaking device. And then the switch was flipped. Upon flippage of said switch, the ship is surrounded by a cloud of greenish and yellowish fog. What I would imagine a fart cloud actually looking like. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Electricity is flying everywhere. It's a chaotic scene. Until boom. The ship disappears. The ship teleports over 200 miles away to Norfolk, Virginia, where it is then seen for several minutes before teleporting back in one piece back at the Philadelphia shipyard. Teleporting? Teleportation, Holmes. Wait, 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 wait. So it did it disappear and then reappear later, or was it just like, bloop, bloop? Uh, yeah, it disappeared for several minutes. Minutes? Several so minutes, in, yeah. In cloaking, in attempting to cloak it, they actually teleported the so ship. They teleported the small fucker. Aliens out there like, all right, as soon as they get, as soon as they get the, the invisibility, we're gonna give them like a, a five bonus points. Like, boop, boop, we're oh gonna shit, teleport press the button, real quick. The they're gonna think they did something crazy. Eighty-eight <laughs> miles per hour, fifty million gigawatts, <laughs> whatever. Marty. <laughs> so the effects of this trip, uh, the effects that this trip had on the men aboard, uh, it, it varied in severity. Uh, some of the okay. men reported nausea, vomiting, headaches. Some men even went insane. Those are just small potatoes compared to what happened to some of the guys. Small potatoes. Small potatoes, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) One man supposedly reappeared inside out. Dead as fuck. One dude reappears in another place on the ship entirely, missing a few limbs. (laughs) And some men were physically bonded to the ship itself, embedded in the steel, as if when they rematerialized, their body and the materials of the ship were molded into one substance. Bootstrap Bill Turner from, like, Fred's Caribbean. Oh, my God. What, dude? Part of the ship. I feel like like even the people who were putting that together took, like... Like, you got, like, Sergeant Bill who's just like, I mean, they say they're taking some of the best of the best. The best uh, of the best. I really haven't done anything, uh, but this is pretty cool. I'm part of Project Rainbow. This is great. First day. And meanwhile, like they're up there, like waiting for it to go. He's like, I really like Bill. He was a he was a good kid, but he's about to get fucked up though. He knows too much. Flip the switch. Flip the switch. switch. But now, yeah, do it. So uh, my, my my question is: so there's how many people on the ship? Uh, it's like an unknown number, but it's not like a full crew of people. It's like a select like. A select number of people. It's like a small amount. 
but okay, a good so number this, of men. Yeah. Unlucky unlucky people are on the ship and then they get invisible and they appear <laughs> two hundred miles away in Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. And they can't it can't get in a couple minutes. There's no way a ship can get in a couple minutes, hundred miles away, it's impossible. But nautical miles or normal miles? Uh, I believe these are normal miles. Normal okay. miles. Yep. I'm not. Sh- I'm not a boat guy. Aver- but, average miles. Yep. Um, Land miles. So if miles. a good number of them turns it out, why is it just like it's a coincidence that where they wound up physically in space in that ship was like it was possibly a wall, possibly the bathroom. Like it just like so happened. That's yeah. That's what I was wondering. I, you know, I guess it depends on what you know. It's not. It's unclear what method they would have supposedly used to do this. Something electromagnetic that like. As everything, it's frequency related. I don't know. Somehow that when it dematerializes and rematerializes, whatever, let's say that happens. It's fucking wild. Huh? It's fucking wild. Yeah, I mean, let's just say that that's what happened. You know, I guess when it's up there, a thousand million, a million pieces in the air, like the Wonka bar, (laughs) you know, just like he says, when it's coming back together, there could be mistakes. I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I find it very difficult to wrap my head around this. <laughs> what say I, you said? <laughs> instead of okay, so if back then when they're doing this shit, Where was this why thing? do not? This was what 1940? Philadelphia, 1943, the year. Uh, this is in the month of October. Okay, 1943. 1943. You're trying to tell me. You're trying to tell that me. It, that instead of instead of trying to take mirrors. And creates some sort of mechanism that basically creates a mirrored wall around the ship, therefore deeming it uh, non-existent. Wow. Instead of experimenting with that, with like, you know, the normal things like mirrors, they're creating green like fart clouds of electricity that's turning (laughs) people inside out. Well, if you can remember to to Malaysia Flight 370, apparently there was a cloud formation that the pilot talked about before they right. also vanished. So Yellowish maybe that's fog. the secret thing. But why right? are they experimenting with that? I mean, this is just like ah, thinking dude. about the past stuff, like thinking about Project Sunshine, and then thinking about the moon landing stuff. Like the extremes that we went to to test these, like. We're struggling. It's 2018, and we're struggling with like holistic medicines, like weed and essential uh, yeah. oils and shit. And yet, in 1943, yeah. they're testing magic, black magic, it's black magic, y'all. Uh, who knows, man? I mean, it, parallel dimension type talk. You know, if they can disrupt the fabric of space and time, or figure out how it correlates, so they could, in fact, teleport. I do. That's a fucking good thing. I mean, we that'd be just dope if we could be teleporting everywhere. Yeah, but clearly we can't. So you well, can turn inside out. The idea my- is somehow related to Einstein's entanglement theory, where this is also related to the double slit theory that we talked about, where uh, in this entanglement theory, they talk about uh, two particles being entangled with each other, and it doesn't matter the distance between them. They're interacting instantaneously faster than the speed of light. And said that that is the basis of what this could be based off of, what this this technology, what the science could be based off of. Dumb that down a little bit. That's about as much as I know of it. But basically, <laughs> it states that I'm not. What what I can't wrap my head around is how they can decide that two particles are entangled, or like I guess you can think of them as being a pair. Yeah. And you can take this pair that's entangled with each other. One of them is going to be, let's say, positive. The other one's going to be negative. But they talk about them in relation to their spin. Like one of them will spin one direction, the other one by de facto will spin the other. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the, and, the problem. Oh, sorry. Continue. Uh, wait, say, wait, wait, wait. I was just gonna say, like, so the only thing that's weird about them is they could be spinning in any direction. It doesn't matter what. But as soon as you measure one, it decides what way that one's spinning, and the other one is automatically spinning the opposite way. It's whatever it is. It's automatically well, its opposite based on when it's perceived. It's weird. Maybe that's just the way we see it. Like maybe the way it's being measured can only be seen in that way. Yeah, it was all perception, and that's what I was gonna like yeah. say. Is that yeah. it's from us talking about like basically you have to like science is math in a way. Like in a way, yeah, apparently the way they yeah. do all these calculations is with math. I mean, somehow, <laughs> I, I, yeah, of course, yeah, we act like I can get it, but like you know, yeah, they do these, they do this with math somehow, and they're just like, oh yeah, so blah, 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 it works. Bing. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, and I think a lot of the problem, and and I've been thinking about this lately. I mean, we don't do enough episodes on theories. We do conspiracy theories, but as far as like scientific theories, we don't venture down that path a lot. Yeah. But my thing is like. If Einstein were alive now or in 1943 when they're trying to take his theory, because the thing is, no matter how much he's writing down and how much he's recorded, how many audio tapes he's made, whatever, only he truly understands that specific theory. If you're you're taking a theory that, sure? you, that you half understand and then you're oh. applying your own version of that theory, I feel like if the people who created these things... We're alive. We're alive. We he was be in alive a whole during this different time. place. Yeah, I thought he was alive. I thought he died he? after he was alive. World War II. Yeah, oh, he, he died in 1955. He was old as shit. I disagree with you. He probably wasn't 76. using them because he's probably really old. But my, my, my quarrel is that who's to say that the creator of something knows it the best, right? So, like, I, exactly, feel, like, yeah. I feel like even though he created the, the theory of like, like relativity, people can understand it more full. And now applied science because of the way and, and, and the strides we've taken now. I, you know what? I like I retract what I said. Okay. You're right. Because being at the Edison Museum and learning, you know, the thing sure. about Thomas Edison is everyone goes, he invented the light bulb. No, he didn't. Yeah. He perfected the light bulb. Yeah. And someone who created the light bulb, basically someone came in and did it better. Did it exactly. a little bit better. And that's yeah. the world we live in. Okay, cool. So, so exactly. that's what we learned page. a couple weeks ago that more often than not, the second or third person to come across an idea is the one that makes it popular. Like That's what you Pythagoras call theorem. cherry picking in soccer. No one cares yeah. about soccer. Here's here's my my my, my <laughs> to say to you. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're doing right now. We probably have uh, finished the season as like I don't know number one in the world. <laughs> okay, so okay, uh, but, but back on track. Braves so are in first place I, right now too. Even so, I want to. I have another thought. So yeah. I'm gonna bring us into something. You guys are probably not gonna like it at all. But the, 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 my thought is that they put human men. Uh, or males, or and maybe there's females. I don't know. That's they were human men, like, yeah. I'm not sure if they had women on this boat. It was 1940s. Oh, I don't think they time. did. No, they definitely so, did not have women well, on that Well, thankfully, because none of them died. So, anyways, so I agree. my thought is that this, even Draco Malfoy and Harry Potter 6, Draco. God damn it, fucking sent an apple to the vanishing cabinet <laughs> to Bur- Borgen and Burks uh, from the Room of Requirement before he sent a bird, right? Hey, the, the concept was, what? I don't know if you know this, but I specifically left Harry Potter out of the intro. So continue. Oh, because they've actually <laughs> no, they, 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 they separate. Anyways, so the concept is it's also fiction, Johnny. You know that, right? 
Yeah, but who said this isn't as well? So the, that concept is, well, yeah, so a, 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 a fake story. Well, we're, 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 we're saying that this is real. The, the, okay. this ship. All Wait. right, we're going to pretend so, Harry Potter is real. No, 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 we're not saying Potter. this ship is real. I'm saying, we're saying yeah, this Yeah, we're going to pretend that, is, that yeah. witches and wizards are boys and girls okay. and different Can we get back onto my, on my train of thought? Going, Even okay. a fictional character created out of fiction had the knowledge to send an inanimate, non-alive object through a vanishing or like an invisible thing magic right or like a teleportation before a living being because like even monkeys to the moon or different things we, we, we need to make sure that it's safe to do it and that that thing won't explode okay, before yeah. humans do it so why the fuck did they put men on this boat they probably with, tested yeah, who, the yeah, who's test said, this is the but first none, time none, this none is the first time there were witnesses I guess maybe Wait, it's happened a couple times no, before with witnesses, no men. Who knows? But that's the thing is that like so like if they sent if they put a, like for my, for my um in my example a whole bunch of apples or birds on this boat before real life human humans um they would have seen that one of those inside humans. out yeah I don't want to say human males because that sounds so sexist but like like those things would turn inside out the, the birds would have died they would have been inside out or exploded not necessarily yeah it's possible when, that they've done this a few only, times and this only is the only humans, time that this happened that, maybe but, it was flawless times before. Maybe they did well, all these tests. They're like, "All right, good to go. Let's launch well, it." That's not, and then that's boom, not this time said. it's just like, "Oh shit!" One out of five <laughs> dudes co- coagulate with steel. And like, dude, a weird side point is the in the last Hybro episode, I uh, had some points that we will talk about in the future one day. <laughs> one of them is called the John Hutchison effect, and uh, it is like something very similar to this, like two different materials, like non-related materials melding together. Um, based on uh, directed energy weapons of some kinds. So. so you're saying that it's possible that they were melted into the steel or Yeah, there's, there is some other evidence of non-related like, uh, materials being melted an, together. An, yeah. An energy in weapon different, in different situations, this? yeah. So I don't know. Uh, it's just huh. a side I anecdote. Also, it's like, uh, could, could aid to the, to the flame, could aid to I the would, validity of it. I'd argue to the fact that if this boat was being transported or teleported, teleported hundreds of miles in, in a couple minutes, unless it was literally just like picked up and moved, right? Like very gently, yeah. everything inside is going to move or change or be affected by that extreme change in, in motion. Well, yeah, like, speed, motion, whatever it is, what like it would affect the water that it lands yeah, on, I, you know? I would say. Even like the G's that you'd be pulling for that, you best believe your body's gonna fucking explode. So I don't, I don't think it's you know who knows who knows though. What if what they're talking yeah. about with this uh, quantum entanglement shit? Like remember in the double slit here theory, like what was weird is that nope. when it goes through, <laughs> like these particles, they seem like it reacts to every possible outcome that it could have. Like it's reacting sure. to everywhere it could possibly be. So what if? Yeah. In this, if if these two things could be entangled, two particles in separate destinations, what if it's there's an unsaid, what if it's an unsaid two particles, and you can somehow define those, you know, immediately you can pick them, you can pick the whole boat and all its contents, boom, those are the particles, everything inside this field, that's what I want to switch places with. You somehow have something else that determines where it goes. Who knows? But it just instantly happens. It's not like. Nothing would have to be torn apart or anything. Everything would still exist in the same spot, just in a different, a different place in space. Taylor, that sounds smart as shit. I I don't think I'll ever be able to understand fully that double slit theory. <laughs> and I'm gonna say from a, a quote unquote smart person's perspective, I I'm, I can't. I don't that don't make no sense. <laughs> I don't know neither. Just, but one of the cool other stories too... that people had talked about that added to this uh, folklore was. There are even folklore. stories of some of these men floating in and out 
of visibility like random times. Like they'd be like, oh, I'm going invisible. Ah! And then they would come back. <laughs> but, I feel sick. Yeah, but this, uh, this story is widely considered to be a hoax uh, based on mainly testimonial, testimonials from the actual crew members who claim that some of them had been on the ship from its construction all the way through to its decommission. Wait, how is it impossible? Yeah, that's what I said. It was only in commission for like three years or something, though. But still, and some I of these guys, like you know, the possible. techs and the mechanics and stuff, I guess they are there when it's being built, and they literally like build the parts that they're going to work on, I guess, and they, they serve on the, boat. on the boat. Yeah, for the in- and this boat only lasted a couple of years before it was sold off. I f- I found that very like uh, suspect uh, as well. That seems like what? It's like maybe what? There was never do. like a day. A weekend in October of 1943 that maybe they were just in port getting, you know, getting boozed up. Yeah, I feel like I know a couple captains. I know a couple sailors that that, that sail the the Great Ocean Blue. One of my best friends growing up, actually, as as a captain, used to to sail to, to Pakistan. And every single soul gets off that boat and parties. I have a hard time believing these people back in the 1940s didn't get off for three years. I don't care how much of a closet shutting you are. You have well, a family. You have something that you want to do on port. Why would you say that seems well, super invalid? I think for sure they, they even in those statements, didn't mean like they never got off the boat. I'm sure they got off the boat when they're supposed to, like regularly. Uh, you know? But yeah. I guess but what they mean is the, the entire ship. life of the boat, they were on station. They were stationed on the boat. You know? Off the boat. and on. Well, here's... Uh, Here's a quick thought too before we before we carry on my wayward son. Yeah, uh, I was hoping you do that. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, baby, what if, you hot girl. What if that whatever they were testing? Don't you cry no. Wasn't no. actually made by us. What if it was some sort of alien? Uh, you know, yeah, some sort of alien technology that we were using. Okay. Oh, so like this okay. is like Independence Day and we found the ship and we're like, yes. let's try it out. <laughs> I can yes, fly it. very Independence Day. Okay. I gotta give me one of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we found the ship Except and then the guy like, turned inside out would not be saying that. It's true. <laughs> so we, we, we found the ship and then what happened? Uh, well, I guess he's, maybe you're saying the devices used to cloak the ship it would be the device uh, that would be found, I guess, right? Or not right. made by man, yeah. Because I mean, this was U.S. battleship that we're talking about, yeah. So, but they put these whatever devices on them, so those I totally would, valid. Maybe it came from somewhere else, you know. <laughs> I would, sorry. No, I was, okay. Yeah, you, so you buddy. I, I, I'll go. I would argue um, the the fact what Nick is saying is that if we did find or were able to use um, higher knowledge technology and it went wrong, we would hide that shit like a motherfucker. Immediately, like, dude. Like, immediately. As, as soon as we found out, oh, we use this thing that is of a higher intelligence and it killed people, right. it never fucking happened. Killed people, dude. And like, I don't know if if this Nicholson effect is you know is real, and hopefully we dive into it one day, where non-like materials can be melded together. Like, I don't know. That, that seems fucking crazy. You could do all kinds of crazy. You could destroy big items. I think. Big but, items. <laughs> big item destroy. But <laughs> one thing that was weird is uh, this has been confirmed uh, that on the USS Eldridge, there was an experimental type of clo- uh, cloaking technique that was being used at the time, oddly enough. And it was called degaussing, uh, which is basically running electrical wires through the length of the ship and uh, altering the ship's magnetic field to avoid certain types of mines uh, during yeah. World War II. 
Yeah, like there's wow. a there's a certain type of frequency, uh, I think magnetic frequency that certain mines and other ships sonars like submarines give off. Yeah, it's just like sharks and the nervous system of other fish. Like they can sense that and then find it. Um, so if they can turn that shit off, fuck yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I guess those mines were called magnetic mines. Yeah, you just avoid those motherfuckers, and they are safe. They're balloons. But so, I mean, there is some kind of truth in this. They were using some cloaking device. It's possible that these, you know, there was some bar chatter one day. We're practically invisible these days, and they're just talking about, you know, their degaussing technique. And somebody just takes it and runs with it. There was a, a hypothetical Nick gave me recently. Uh, I forgot the quantity of money. I'll save it till the end of the podcast. All right, Nick. Oh, is you it a fresh hypothetical, when, huh? When you want. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? No. Nah. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you're okay, talking well, about. Okay, well, then you, you can do it when you are ready. Tither, proceed. Yeah, we'll wrap All up right. with it. Yeah, so there is apparently a story to how this hoax was started, and it was some butthole named Carl Allen, who was a naval officer who claimed to witness this event with others, he stated that he was on a neighboring uh, U.S. Uh, warship. Okay. Uh, but, it, it, dude, he went about it in a really weird way. Uh, so there's this book called The Case for the UFO, uh, written by Morris K. Jessup. Uh, this author is uh, basically writes about uh, UFOs, aliens, different cool conspiracies uh, during the time. Uh, so this guy, Carl Allen, gets one of these books and for some reason writes all these cryptic weird things in the ledger, in the, you know, the sides, all the space. He just writes all these crazy things and he sends it into the Office of Naval Research. Uh, and that's basically where the legend begins. Uh, and then there's years and years, uh, stories are written. And years? Uh, there's a movie about this, apparently, uh, about the Philadelphia Experiment. Uh, and apparently, this guy came out at one point in the 70s and said it was a hoax himself. But then he later, a couple of years after that, came out and said, no, that hoax was a hoax and that it was and then, all real. Then as soon as that person says anything, they're invalid. So that's not a credible source. Because my, my, my thought is that if, if I can cry say... Crying wolf. Ex- a, a, yeah. Oh, like they weren't strong enough to hold the secret? So, like, they... Well, Who's to say no, they were strong enough I'm to even saying, get the info? I'm saying if anybody goes back on what they said, they are instantly non-credible. Not incredible. Like, not a, a superhero. They're not both. They're not, they're not incredible, <laughs> and they're also not credible. You're right. Because, like, that? they're yeah, devaluing their own opinion. Because if I'm like, yeah, I saw that Bigfoot. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I fucking did. Like... No, you're just going back in your story. Like either you either did or you didn't, and like fucking stop. Well, I would say that there's another option. Like let's say this guy's running on the you know he's ten years deep into this is a true story life, and you know he cashed in on it for about ten years or so, and it's it's waned out. No one's interested anymore. Maybe the natural life of some of these conspiracy theories are okay. I don't care what the truth is. I just got to flip my story real quick. Come out as a hoax. Maybe I can do another 60-minute special or whatever, cash in again real quick. Fuck, fuck that Let person, that run man. out, and then maybe flip it again, you know? At that well, point, people, it's got its life of its own, you know? And people are going to believe it if they want to, no matter what hmm. you say after that point. That sounds like Bigfoot. But one thing that's Shut weird up, about this Johnny. whole story, though, <laughs> yeah, this is not like Bigfoot, Johnny. Shut up! sounds like Bigfoot. <laughs> but uh, what's weird about this case is that Morse K. Jessup and this Carl Allen decided that they were going to meet up at one point to discuss crazy-ass topics related to this shit. Okay. The next day, Morris K. Jessup was found dead in his car. Get Holy out. shit, it sounds like uh, Danny Casalero. Yeah, it was an apparent suicide. He had a, a hose uh, hooked up to his muffler leading into his car. 
Um, Wait, he yeah. flooded his car? Flooded his car with the carbon with monoxide. The- <laughs> yeah, pretty grim, dude. But yeah, just, weird yeah. coincidence, weird coincidence. Yeah, the, the Danny Kessler episode is also was a suicide. I thought about that for a second, and like I feel like there's a lot more. This sounds more really morbid. I talk about this in, in the episode 16. I think it was episode 16, the Castellero mystery. If I'm 17? Ever, no, 16. Is it was 16? 16. Yeah, um, I'm the cinephile here. Anyways, so <laughs> the 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 vice to kill yourself, the vice. muffler. It's just like, it just that sounds like it was, like not. Oh, do you see a screenshot, Nick? Sorry. Anyways, so like I, I feel like there's a better way to go about it, and like I don't know why if he's about to have a conversation, why would he would kill? Like, like this is a very important part. It's like it's like one of you guys. I don't even know why you're trying to crack this nut open, Johnny. He didn't kill himself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I mean, I, I, I bet you there was a note left on the scene that that was signed with a little picture of an owl or a pyramid. We're all seeing eye. It's like, I, this motherfucker's just, got Bohemian Grover and all over it, dog. Can we well, just stop I'll, for a second and just like talk about how scientific and like Netflix investigative Johnny just got? The same thing with Danny <laughs> Castellero, though. Why dude. would uh, why would they? It just doesn't make sense. It couldn't be a suicide because he didn't be. do it. Well, let's make sure we all agree on that. We all agree on that. Do we agree he didn't do it? Yes. One, two, three. I, I, I. He didn't do it. He didn't do it, Captain. <laughs> it was murdered. It was murdered by the U.S. Naval Research. The office of naval research. Johnny put his sunglasses on as he was like deep diving. That's straight not even up, true. I put them on like ten minutes ago. Straight up NCIS in this bitch. No, I think the whole point is that, like I want to find out it, it, for 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 good. It just it makes sense, right? That people trying to crash it open die. Yes, exactly. Johnny. Yeah. For, it's like well, one two man. Whenever somebody's gonna be like cracking those cans, dude, cracking the nut open. Somebody comes down and they fucking they kill him. They kill him. Well, that's us. Hmm. No Johnny one knows where we are. Go. No one knows where we are. See, I'm I podcasting here from the middle of Indiana. No one can ever find me out here. Indiana. You even know what the middle of Indiana looks like. <laughs> Bloomington. <laughs> that's what Indiana oh, is shit. like. You're actually there. You're I didn't, I didn't know you were podcasting outside. <laughs> oh man. Are you underwater? <laughs> no, I'm I'm drinking now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ohio bros. Time to take a break to caffeinate. While you're listening to a podcast as unpredictable as ours, you need a coffee that's going to keep you on your toes. That's why I reach for the strongest coffee on the planet. Death Wish Coffee. Available ground or whole bean. Hell, you can even get them in K-Cups. Available at deathwishcoffee.com. That's deathwishcoffee.com. Well, boys, like I tried to look up some new information on like what's the new nanotechnology, what's the new cloaking device. I did find some pretty cool things. Uh, one of the devices I found was like this tubular-looking device, but it it wouldn't really be effective over like the size of a toilet paper roll. And one of its drawbacks is it's only uh, invisible to uh, ultraviolet light. Which is who gives a who gives a fart, right? You you can erase yourself from like um, heat signatures, like a uh, what's the what's a, heat, a thermal camera? Yeah. You can get yourself invisible from that. It's not like a big whoop or anything. Yeah, oh, big whoop, Johnny. 
I'm pretty sure <laughs> the concept. I, I watched something on this. I'm pretty sure like the the future of invisibility is like the predator, right? So like you have a camera right. that can simultaneously project what is being seen on the other side of the image. Right. Yeah. So, and I uh, I feel like I had heard about that in the past few years. Like tiny little nano machines that would basically be like a cloak, you know, a sheet made out of this shit, where it's a giant sheet and every little nano machine knows its position on this grid. You know, let's say like. A1, B2, you know, on the grid or whatever. Every nano machine knows where it's on, just like an LED wall would be programmed, or a, right? Or an octopod. Like, it just knows where it yeah, is. Exactly. to that. It knows where that fucking color cell is. And, uh, yeah, basically, it, its position in the front, it'll, project, it'll be picking it up. It'll project that image on its corresponding pixel on the back. I thought I had heard of that, and I'm pretty sure I had, but I could not find anything like that in my research. And the newest shit I could find was like back in 2010, which is kind of more uh, related to the stuff you were talking about earlier, where it's basically light being bent. Yeah. More like the Predator, I guess. So basically, back in 2010, uh, science peoples created the first cloak that could apparently work on a 3D object, uh, although it was just invisible to types of light that are still not visible to humans anyways. And it was tiny, uh, basically like yeah, a third helpful. of the width of the human hair. But about one year later, these uh, same science dudes, uh, they released the ability to cloak, cloak objects up to about two centimeters wide uh, using naturally forming crystals, uh, calcite crystals, uh, that basically when put together in the right formation, they will just bend light directly around oh, an cool. object. Uh, it's almost as tall if, as I am. If it's not there. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as tall as you. You're more of a girthy guy. The two centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, girthy fella. No, that's so funny. I, uh, I think it's it kind of it, it rings very similar to the past episodes that we've had where we've talked about these experiments, and it seems that when they sort of wrap up, they just sort of die. Yep. For a long time. Yep. It's all about uh, the resonating crystals. The black granite crystals, the quartz crystals, black the calcite crystals. Is, they will resonate on forever. They will not die. They will resonate on forever. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> but no, I just I think it's really interesting that like we're, we're digging deeper and deeper and we sort of like, you know, this project Rainbow was some, some high-level shit and it was starting to come out and it was being talked about and discussed and I think... At that point, well, what do you do? You shut it down. What do you or do? Or you just stop talking about it. Uh, and then the next time you do it, the, the next you, move you make, you're just a lot more cautious <laughs> Yeah, hopefully about it. I'm more cautious. Yeah, I mean, I'm not one to be like, yeah, test on animals, yeah. But, I mean, maybe put a different animal on that boat before putting the humans, which maybe they did. Well, like we've all, apples. Yeah, maybe they did. Put maybe fruit. Did. But you know what put, I just thought about when you said that the rainbow shit? Operation Rainbow... And then, you know, everything that we've decided would be the, the best way to cloak something would be to bend light as in a prism, oh, right? Yeah. Right? Has so if you take it rainbow. back to Pink Floyd and you try and decipher what they're talking about on Dark Side of the Moon, maybe they're talking about <laughs> that cover is the refraction of knowledge and your knowledge, what they're telling you, it's being deflected in a different direction, man. You know, well, two you different talk- directions, man. When you talk about when you're looking at that for perspective, I think Project Sunshine. What Project Sunshine talking about? Talking about nuclear explosions, nuclear nightfall, yeah, and radiation. So sunshine, sunshine meaning 
you like, know, bright, hot oh. radiation. Radiation. Or lack thereof when there is a Radiant cloud. sun. Radiant sunshine. Sunshine hot. Hot explosion. <laughs> Boom. So is it Project that, sunshine. like, since the U.S. has picked such, like, seemingly innocent names, but they Frilly. seem to be so related in deadly ways? Like, is it, are they doing that on purpose? Like, why are they naming it these, like, thinkingly, they think it's so symbolic and secretive, but it's like, uh, ah, man, you're telling us clearly, just like a hieroglyph would, you know, would, you're telling us in picture, in metaphor, what they're doing. in plain sight. No, I hidden would say that they, they're creating a frilly word, and then we're just drawing a conclusion. It's a very, it's almost as frizzle as, as frizzly as uh, bedazzled, and razzle-dazzle, and dazzle paintings. It's almost that frizzle. I feel like well, it's the whole point of, like, I'm creating the word, knowing, like, when you when they create Project Sunshine, it's like, you know, there's the whole if this ever gets out, but it right. won't. No one knows. So by the time it gets out, people will be like, oh, Project Sunshine, that makes sense now. But no one All saw right, Project yeah. Sunshine or Project Rainbow was like, oh, their experiment was some crazy shit that's super unethical. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't for a nice, good commercial, yeah. This was for top secret memos, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Right. So, yeah, it was for, for nobody's eyes. Just their sick little jokes. Sick little jokes, writing metaphoric poems to each other. In the forms of uh, cryptic, cryptic death names. Fuck yeah! Yes. Fuck yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I feel like there've been like little pauses like that this episode. We're just all trying to process everything. It's pronounced process. Process. I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. It's a barrage. A barrage. Barrage. A barrage of shit. But like a barrage. We talk about it. We talk about invisibility. You know, you have the new Predator movie that just came out this yeah. weekend, and then you—I heard it was you good. Have, I, I hope it. so. Oh, I heard it was Beckfar, not good. Beckfar says it's good, man. I trust it. Beckfar is the only person who said it was good, though. I, I, everyone else says it was not. I love Beckfar. I love. The, I love the Predator movies. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. But then you got the Predator movies, and you got those videos uh, surfacing online of the of the families that throw a blanket over their kids. Yeah. What? And then they remove the blanket uh, and pretend yeah. like the kid's invisible. I, fucking ruins a kid's life. I've been life. seeing that. I've been seeing that. Yeah, that's it's funny to do it to a dog though. What do you what do you got against uh dogs? Yeah, I don't no, I think it's no. kind of cruel, dude. Like I yeah. I don't know. I don't with my dog, I feel like I would not be down with that. I don't know. I mean, it's just a fun it's peekaboo. It's just uh, I it's guess like it depends vanish-boo. on how far you carry it. I think it's yeah, very similar peek-a-boo to the Ouija gonna board. fucking like, disappear. <laughs> If you're the oldest cousin on the Ouija board, and you got, yeah, you know, if you're, you're not right. the youngest cousin, you know, you're getting yeah, picked you're on. Right. This is a good way to pick on somebody, man. Picking on people, <laughs> picking on people is not fun. This is PSA announcement. Don't no, pick I, on I people, people. No, I agree <laughs> Don't be a bully. Such a quick thing. Don't be a bully. So I have a question. Would you guys rather be have, be have Would you rather have invisibility or flight as a superpower? Flight, for sure, one hundred percent flight. Flight. So, what about you, John? Yeah. Uh, I, I usually pick flight, but then I, I think like I can be visible and what, what kind of fucking plane. It's weird. Like seventy percent of women uh, pick visibility, and like seventy percent of men pick flight for whatever reason. Weird. That's such a fascinating statistic. But I got a real fascinating. I'm, I told you I'd bring it back, and uh, I'm I don't think you think it now. was that fascinating. I think you just brushed off. No, no, like, I did, I did, I did, okay, I did, right, I, did. Right. I thought it was fascinating. But Jaiasku will fuck you. Who's my? <laughs> but, but no, seeing that like Taylor picked flight, I pick flight. I would pick, and you're sort of on the fence. Yeah. Because you already know the statistic, the the yeah. hypothetical before I knew it was uh, for ten million dollars. Yeah. Would you? Uh, yeah, so, I take so, the money. Okay, so ten million dollars. I take, I take the money. Okay. Hypothetical, <laughs> hypothetical over. That's it. Ten million dollars. <laughs> so someone hands you ten million dollars and says, "Here's you know, here's the serum injected in you. You're going to be invisible 
you're basically going to be cast with a friendly ghost. You're going to be invisible for the rest of your life. But you can't talk to people. You can't talk to people. You can't touch people. They can't touch you. Nothing. You are invisible. The only thing you can see is yourself. You look down, you see yourself, but you are completely and utterly invisible for the rest of your life for $10 million. You don't exist. You do not exist, basically. Would you do it? Hmm. Wait, how, what would you use $10 million if you don't exist? Is Christina Ricci in Casper? Yeah. Hmm, that's, that makes it tougher. <laughs> so is Devin South. But uh, money is in, <laughs> is in port, is not important when you're not there. Yeah, yeah I, like, I would rather not be invisible. I don't think I could handle being invisible. I would say n- I would Think take about it. money, though. Oh, like, I think, think about money about... all the time, dude. <laughs> exactly, exactly. My point is just, Taylor, thank you. You just proved my point. I'm saying the idea of having $10 million is good because you can use it. Is so attractive to people that I think that that actually creates an interesting hypothetical because people instantly you go, like, Johnny, you're great at cracking shit open like this. You go, but I can't spend the $10 million. Why would I do that? But instantly this becomes a fascinating hypothetical to people because they're so drawn to the money. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. But then again, if so, if I were to tell you that like monopoly money could get you somewhere, but instantly I want it. But as soon as you know that it has no monetary value, monetary, monetarily value, monetary, monetary, monetary value, value. you would drop a denomination like, placed on an item that denotes its its relevance in American currency. That was really badass. You you drop it like a bad habit once you realize it had no worth. And ten million dollars to an in like a, a non to someone who can't spend it. Is it has no value? Yeah, it has right. zero value, yeah. unless you give that value to somebody else. But you can't, well, yeah. Right? I mean, can you? What you can't physically touch it? I mean, you could still direct somebody yeah. like, "Hey, pick this. This is yours now. It was mine. I'm going to transfer this value, this this cash to you." It's only. I mean, yeah, that's so like, kind of cool, but <laughs> still, like, man, if you're the co- most kind person in the world, I guess. Yeah, I could definitely want my tell friends and family to be taken care of, but I also want to so participate like, right. in it. Well, even if you could talk and you got the $10 million, imagine some random voice being like, hey, can I want to cash this $10 million? I want to buy a car. <laughs> they would be like, duff. That's, that's just, that's what? Yeah, so I no matter what, it, somebody else is going to be on your side here, like helping you do this. Yeah, if I could talk, I think I'd do it. If I, I could talk know. and spend the cash. Yeah, if I could but if we, spend the cash, ah, it'd just be so hard. I, because I think about it, you this, couldn't like, touch anything. Yeah, you couldn't touch anything. You couldn't so you be, be touched, hard. and I think you your would hand, start forgetting yeah. where you are. Like, where is your body? Where's your like, arm? I think fa- you would start phantom. losing the ability to, like, let's say, touch your face. You know, like yeah. we can do it with our eyes closed now, but you know, I wonder how long. <sighs> I don't know. I guess, well, I guess people are born blind and they do it all the time, but but like I don't know. I, so I, I don't know where Taylor, I was going with that. I'm sorry. I, well, Taylor, you brought that up, so I saw a video. Um, it's a, this magician or something, and he was doing this experiment where he put a, a separator. He had two people. Uh, one guy put one hand on a table, and then there was a fake hand on the table. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen this. I've seen this kind of stuff. a separator, and he's taking a brush, the magician, and just brushing both hands and basically saying, tell me when you can when you feel it in the fake hand, too. Yeah. Like when you feel like yeah. the fake hand is your hand. And so he, he brushed it for a little bit, and the guy felt it. And then the magician takes out a hammer, and he... Bam! Ah! Hits hits the hand, and the guy freaks out, thinking that he hammered his actual hand, even though he's staring down at his fake hand. Right. So think about if you're invisible, eventually you're not even going to know. Even if you can look down and no one can see you, you're going to think that you don't exist. Right. Yeah. 
It's all psychological. You're still going to have a brain yeah. and a mind. Invisibility would kind of blow, but if you were able to do it on your own free will, that would be badass. Yeah. Think about also, trying like, to squeeze in between two tight items. I mean, like, anything that you have to judge where your body is, like, oh, where do I need to step, you know, to avoid this pothole? You know, anything that you need to be able to see your actual body to, like, judge where the fuck you're then at. Then again, you know? understand that the fact that if you were able to be airborne, the fucking government would be on your ass so quick. Oh, if like, I could be flying, you, I, dude, I'd be FDA certified, dog. I'd be, dude, I'd be flying <laughs> in and out of no-fly zones, <laughs> flying everywhere, dog. Uh, <laughs> man. I love that. But that's, I, I think that's, like, that's a fascinating thing is, like. FFA? FDA. FDA. FFA. I'd be creating my own flight associations, dog. Federal Aviation Association. He would run it. Yeah, I, I, dude, I'd be flying on behalf of the FDA though. Aeronomics. Food and Drug well, Administration, dog. Because I'd be fed. People... I'd be full of full of liquids, and I would be administering amazing flight. <laughs> well, a lot of people like. I think that's. It was funny. Like growing up for me, I think a lot of people were taught. You know, like it was. You know, Harry Potter came out, all that shit. Like mo- magic was in movies, and it was like, oh, if only I could be invisible, that would be cool. I could do stuff, and blah, 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 blah. And then it's sort of like, you know, as you grew and as technology developed and stuff, it, it, it became a thing of the past. Like, invisibility was ridiculous. It's like, okay, if I was invisible, cool, I could rob a bank. Uh, tight. But it's become kind of like, even in modern superhero movies, like, p- invisibility is just not a superpower anymore. And I uh, feel like... I mean, yeah. It's not like... Invisibility became something that was so sought after, and now it's just sort of just there, and no well, one. I think cares it's like a less it. creative superpower, you know. So it's not like that. Wow, you know, it's like oh, and I'm invisible. You know, it's not like the yeah. be all superpower, I guess. But I think it would definitely be something to strive for. I mean, it would probably just the ability to make something invisible, not by using bending light around it, but like to truly make something not visible. Like to light and shit, like not in this 3D plane, would mean that we were understanding a new level of physics, I guess, Dimension. in some way. Like we we've found something new at that point, which I think I don't know is still tight to think about. What's so dangerous, and like this is the first time I've been a proponent for cloning. I think the concept of cloning is very fascinating. Uh, I think it's super unique, and I and. You know, I know it's unethical. I get that, but I have sort of been uh, a supporter of that. I think it's, I think it's, it's neat, and I think it can help people. But this is the first time talking about invisibility and stuff that I have actually uh, doubted these things. And and I think the idea of cloaking or invisibility, I think it's such a dangerous thing that if it were to get into someone else's hands, because let's be honest, the only thing it could be beneficial for is for our government to use it and our military to use it. That's the only beneficial side to it. What about you and McGregor in that movie where you can clone yourself and have your own organs? No, no, no. no, no. I'm I'm talking about visibility. I'm not talking about cloning. I'm, I'm... I'm I'm just I use cloning as a segue no, to unethical. No, I don't know. Uh, what if there applicable. were ways to build structures yeah, and have them be invisible somehow, but somehow have the faces of these structures able to collect sunlight and like solar power in some way? But since these structures are all invisible, <laughs> it is kind of like you'd have to give it credit here. Either it would have a shit ton more surface area 
because it's a shit ton of stuff built on top of each other that are all invisible surfaces, but each one of those invisible surfaces could still harness solar power. I, that I could think, be a, like a solar power machine, right? That'd be cool. I, th- I think it's still super dangerous because just because some, you're deeming something invisible doesn't mean something can pass through it. So it's still just oh, a cloaking yeah. device. I guess that would be dangerous so I fuck think, if you're making shit like planes could hit. And... Yeah, that's yeah, why I like think that. like... Even like even power lines, this is a big like big thing in like uh, British Columbia, Vancouver, because like they have all these power lines in between all these uh, like like uh, mountains and in between the city, and they have to put these huge. You guys have seen these huge balloons, red, orange, and yellow balls on them, right. so pl- pilots can see them. And those are they're lines. They can see these lines, but they're you know maybe a, a, a half a foot in diameter, and therefore they need something on there. Imagine something that's completely invisible that is you know hundreds of feet tall. Um, but then again, if people were inside of it, you could probably see the people. Right, right. I did see right. one explanation yeah. where uh, there was a theory where it would improve. It could improve radio communications because, like, let's say, like line of sight radios, oh. where it's going from like tower to tower. I guess it, you know, gets to the tower and it has to do something at the tower. I, I saw, and then it continues on to another tower. I saw some explanation where if there was the same way, like a cloaking device that bends light like, around said pole, then it, it'd almost be like a... It'd, it'd be going around the pole, but it'd still be a straight shot, and it would somehow make it easier and better for radio communications. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but... I don't know. I kind of agree with this one. I don't think there's a lot of applicable things besides government reasons. I'm trying to... Yeah. I, I'm trying to think, I, I like... And I think, too, I think that... Ima- like, I think the idea of, of, of cloaking a human being or anything else, I, I think it would create... Uh, just um, uh, just a disaster. Like I think people, even if it was harmless out of curiosity, I think if people were like, "Oh, I'm going to cloak my car," they get in their car, boom, we have accidents. We have car. Well, it's accidents. like, like okay, we need to limit the square footage of windows on our house houses because like birds fly into them and die. You know, right? Well, it's like, kind of like, like where's that assassins. line? There would be like imagine this in the wrong hands, like a cloaking device. Like ninjas were a huge problem back in like the Qing dynasty. <laughs> ninjas have always been a big person. problem. They were a big problem in the nineties. You're, you're right. But imagine a person that's actually Especially invisible. Especially in Beverly Hills. You could kill anybody, <laughs> no matter what. Oh, Martin Tanley. Yeah. With some katanas and shit. Anything. Dude, if I was invisible, I could kill you with, like, a but pencil. Ninjas were invisible, yeah. I mean. Not really. <laughs> but we'll think about. Mind. Yeah. I mean, it would be dangerous as hell. Dangerous as hell. But I, I don't. Still, like, it would still be creating shadows. you still see it like a predator. So it wouldn't be, like, perfectly secret. But think about it practical use in like a house, man. You could make a whole wall out of this shit and it'd be you no know, a nice walled structure. Okay. And it's so like, like a, a skylight. There's still an infrastructure there. Badass but window. You can still like uh like better than a window. Benefits of having exactly. Okay. Well so, yeah, okay, well. Yeah, but then so you have more at that point. And that, how many fucking times your dog would run into that your my, dog my, would run into it. I would yeah. run into it every now and again. <laughs> I see videos of, of, of drunk guys at bachelor parties running into sliding doors and breaking that shit. Imagine it's a fucking wall. Like, dude, well, I wouldn't even know. Yeah, well, at that point, we're going to have, like, smart houses and shit, and we're all going to have smart contacts. So we put the smart contact in, and it's programmed to whatever we want to see, and it's telling us our user layout. So you get so close to this this uh, invisible wall window, and it's like, and you just see the warning Back in your eye. Up. You see the boundary flash up in your eye, you know? You guys... Yeah. In in in, uh, in the cockpit on almost every single <laughs> jet. Well, in, in, 
<laughs> okay. Anyways, in the cockpit on almost every single airliner, uh, when you're at a nosedive and your trajectory is going to hit the ground, the, the command is pull up. <laughs> pull up. That's it. Pull up. It's like, 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 ah! What do you want me to nothing. pull up? I'm pulling exactly. up. I can't pull up any farther. It's, it's such a calm. Like, imagine, like, like, like you're. How it, does one pull up? You the yoke. You pull the the basically the steering wheel like, of the the plane, bro. Oh, do you, you like, even you deadlift, pull, bro? Yeah, you pull up. It's literally if it, it, the, the command oh, I mean, is it's like a simple thing. If it's if it's like. Grab the right uh, controller yeah. and flip, it, flip the switch, flip two switches to the left. But it's pull so the, calm. I'm, 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 throttle I'm, it a little bit, then uh, put the brake on, pull the brake back, and then throttle some more. Starboard, two more switches. Lateral pitch, engage. <laughs> Blow up, you died. Call someone else. Phone <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, a friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's wild. Well, well, I feel well, like well, that's well, such well, a. Wild and crazy. Interesting topic, uh, invisibility. I feel like it's, like I said, it's something that I think was talked about a lot uh, when I was growing up, and then it just sort of went away. We don't talk about it much anymore. I mean, I guess in that Ant-Man and the Wasp movie, the villain uh, had was a, had a cloaking device, so and she was robbing banks and shit. Violet does in Incredibles 2. Yeah, but that's an animated movie. Nightcrawlers that's does so- in X-Men, the video game on Sega, Fucking dope, dope game. Isn't that his whole entire uh, power? That's yeah, I guess that's his whole power in general. But he had he <laughs> had cool moves, I guess, because you could like teleport like right in front of somebody and kick them in the face and get out of there real fast. It was tight. That was a satisfying video game for a Sega game. Man, I love Sega. Sega. Man, I love you Sega. guys. Sega. Remember, I used to play it at the orthodontist office. I used to have braces because I was a a bum. <laughs> And my teeth still look like garbage. But they, take care of them, they had like the big Sega, like it was just a TV with a Sega system, but it, it was like preloaded with 20 <laughs> games or so. And X Men was We had one a fucking it was dope. Pelican, or not a Pelican, we had a, a, a big toucan. What the fucking thing is called? Uh, he had those huge ass birds in, in my orthodontist office. There was no video games. Like a real just, bird? Like, watch, oh, like a huge. Oh, it's not, it's not a toucan. Talking about a parrot? It's a, uh, Parakeet? Dude, I don't know. It's a huge bird. A dog dog bird. I don't know. Yeah, right. Anyway, it was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. A crane? <laughs> no, it's, it's very colorful. It's, it's some kind of tropical bird. I don't know. Dude, we have some, <laughs> some hawks out here, a- man. Uh, we, every year around this time, the hawks start coming around. And uh, two years ago, we had like the three giant, giant hawks that kept hanging out in my backyard. All the other birds like left for the whole season. All the squirrels were gone. Just these three hawks. Uh, no other birds were coming around, so I took it upon myself. I started cutting up some steaks and feeding them steaks, and they would come up and eat them, dude. It was fucking tight. Little, little the bird strips of New York, New York strip. Nature man. Nature That's man. Impressive. It was fun. Next time we know these birds are trying to eat cows. <laughs> they're going to come back when the season's right, and they're going to just be waiting for you. Oh, they're out, <laughs> they, they're out there already. They're, uh, the hawks are crazy because they, uh, I, like I said, I live on the power lines, so we have this long system of power lines where wildlife can you know can go up and down the power lines so we see a deer up there all the time uh we see the hawks coming and going uh it's just really cool it's really cool i just love getting out there in nature and just uh being one with the world there taylor i just want to say thank you oh hey thank you what are you thanking me for though i'm thanking you for a great episode well thank you for a great episode and thank you johnny together we make great episodes and together we make greater episodes (laughs) <laughs> what? Uh, thank, thank both of you. <laughs> um, 
Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Well. Well, uh, a big thanks, big thanks to Taylor Nelson for writing uh, a fantastic episode today, talking about a topic that... Uh, tickled my pickle. Tickled both of our pickles. It tickles pickles. Uh, uh, to be clear, I didn't tickle anybody's pickle. <laughs> to be <laughs> clear. Uh, I want to shout out quickly. I know we did this. I know I'm not part of the, the promos or the ads. I want to shout out to, to our, our sponsor, Death Wish Coffee. I... Don't know if I've ever been as caffeinated or as hype as I was in like the first half of this episode. <laughs> he's very hype. Hype. Uh, he's all the coffee. Real he's fast. very hype. And then a big shout out to Future Monsters. Uh, thanks to these two sponsors, guys. It's 26 yeah. episodes. We have gone this far uh, and still had Future Monsters since the very beginning. Uh, they've been great. We're grateful. Very and good. Death Wish, a new sponsor, new friends. Um, big shout out to Jeff and Dustin uh, over at the Death Wish. Uh, fueled by Deathcast, which is fantastic. You guys should check that out. Also, I just want to shout out uh, the amazing listeners who have been there since the beginning. Uh, we're still growing. We still have more growth to come. And I'm excited about it because you guys are going to be and have been so patient with our growth uh, and with this exploration across social medias, across a brand new platform for the three of us. And we're having a damn good time. I'm having a good time. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. I'm ready to take this little satchel of beans that we got and uh, let's plant them and let's grow this bean stock and let's fucking grow. Let's grow these magic beans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have so much more stuff for you guys. We're just going to ride it out. We're going to keep on chipping away until we get to episode 30. And once we get there, we're just going to see where the train takes us afterwards. We we just keep chipping at it after that. We keep chipping at it. Uh, we have some cool content that's ready to be prepped, um, but unfortunately, to get to that content, uh, we need some help over at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash highbrotheticalthinking. In the meantime, you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash highbrotheticalthinking and Instagram uh, at highbrotheticalthinking. And then you can visit us on the web at highbrotheticalthinking.com. Uh, we have a cool little subscription list. You can sign up to that. When we build enough, we'll send a, a fun little email uh weekly email that could be neat we're on youtube we're all over the web we're easy to find um feel free to spread the word guys feel free to let us know what you want more of or what you want less of because we're listening we're engaging we're reading uh and we're posting all sorts of stuff we're gonna start doing giveaways soon i'm really excited about that uh we're gonna do giveaways on instagram and facebook so keep an eye open for that uh you guys can win some free shit I swear to God, all of that was in one take. Nick did not redo any of that. It was all just, he just did it without any change. So shout out to Nick for saying all that shit without redo. I mean, we do this for 26 weeks. Yeah, you got a point. But that was a lot of stuff. That was a lot of stuff. It was. Uh, and then was last but not least, I want to thank, uh, I want to thank Taylor Nelson again. <laughs> Damn. And I want to thank Johnny Clark. Uh, You're welcome, man. Thank you. This is, this is special. And I love it. I don't take it for granted one bit, and I love doing this. And Dude, it's uh, so much fun. It's a hobby, and it's kind of turned into a passion. And I appreciate it. And I wouldn't be would be doing it without you guys. I'm gonna cry. It's our 26th anniversary, guys. Anniversary 26. number 26. Whew. Oh man. 26. Oh, I got I got a little chilly there. That little tingle yeah. is from Death Wish Coffee. I think out of all the things that I know of that are number 26, I'd say this is my favorite so far. Are my eyes glassy? A little glassy. Glossy. Cool. 
Shame it's not hard to make Johnny cry. <laughs> and it's not. not hard to make Johnny hard. Oh, whoa! Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I didn't mean to say, I meant to say. It's not cry it's not, to make Johnny hard. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, exactly. Tears, <laughs> hard tears, yeah. you cry. It's like when you watch Titanic. It doesn't matter. Guys, thank you so much. Don't uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I have and always will be Nick. I have been Taylorius, no Sony Maximus. No matter how they perceive me, I'm Johnny Clark. And we love him and we love him for that. Uh, we'll still love him even when we hate him. Guys, thanks so much. We'll see you and uh, feel you and hear you <laughs> yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs>